1: You are listening to the IFH Podcast Network. For more amazing filmmaking and screenwriting podcasts, just go to ifhpodcastnetwork.com.
2: Welcome to Cinematic Heartland, a filmmaking podcast. Join my co-host, Mike Godfrey, and myself, Kevin Isaacson, as we talk to filmmakers from across the heartland. You'll hear their insights, thoughts, trials, tribulations, and celebrations as they continue to pursue their dreams far from the sparkling lights of Hollywood. So sit back, grab a cold beverage, and enjoy the show. ¶¶ And welcome once again to Cinematic Heartland, a filmmaking podcast, a member of the Indie Film Hustle podcast network. How are you doing this evening, Mike? Good. How are you? I am doing excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. Um, we need to come up with some more uh, adjectives, I think, but <laughs> superb. superb, spectacular. That's- yeah, there's a good uh, one. We could do like alphabetical order. alphabetical we'll like,
0: Abla- uh, order? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: In the new year, maybe we'll do it in alphabetical order. We'll come up okay. with new adjectives <laughs> for that. Uh, so what have you been uh, watching lately? I've been watching a ton, actually. Really? Yeah, I you're, actually... You're making uh, up for lost time then, you know, all I that wrote welding a time. Yeah,
0: I wrote, uh, yeah all, the, all the welding time. <laughs> I wrote a list down, and I'm not going to tell them all right now because yeah, I know we're... We're uh, doing multiple podcasts this week, so we can talk a little bit each. You podcast. actually
2: saw enough that you can save them up. You can like queue them up and just let them. Oh yeah, gonna dish them out throughout the week. Heck yeah! Wow, you're an overachiever. I am an
0: overachiever this year, this time. <laughs>
2: so. Underachiever normally, but overachiever this time.
0: So. so we will start in the beginning. I watched. Finally, I watched Kung Fu Hustle with okay. uh, Stephen Chow. Have you heard of it?
2: I've heard of it. I have to admit, I have not seen it.
0: So it was done in 2005. Stephen Chow was the director. He's also the star. He also directed and starred in Shaolin Soccer. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. No. Okay. let's well, same goofy shit. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> Once again, what streaming uh, channel are you on anyway? <laughs> um, a lot of the times you can find
0: them on YouTube. You know, if you, oh, you go just, in there yeah, and YouTube. you just, you know, click in movies, sometimes they'll have like a uh, buyer rent, but they also have free with ads. Right. And really, in my opinion, I don't think all the ads are all that bad. You know what I mean? Sometimes. Cause like when I was going on uh Hulu and stuff, they just had so many commercials. It was Crazy.
2: Well, Tubi but has commercials too, so
0: Tubi does too. But I think YouTube has a lot less commercials, so I ended up uh, watching a couple movies on on YouTube.
2: Cool. Qu- the
0: streaming quality is, you know, just fine. And so anyway, I saw Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, it's a martial arts movie. It's a Chinese martial arts movie, so it's all in in subtitles and everything. Okay. But it's just this um, <laughs> insane romp through through China. <laughs> You have I can't really explain it there's a lot of it's a lot of fighting but there's also a lot of goofy stuff like um uh, one guy does the the frog frog kung fu or something <laughs> like that he can turn himself into a frog you know and and jump and hop and kick and and, and rib it and all that stuff it's just really really kind of a goofy but excellent movie if you like that kind of stuff I certainly would recommend it. <laughs>
2: So, was this one of those boxed wine nights?
0: I, no, actually. I think I was stone sober. <laughs> so. <laughs> but other so what else that, do you have on the list there? Um, I rewatched Two Framed Roger Rabbit.
2: Okay.
0: Because I hadn't seen it for a very long time, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch it. Bob Hoskins, I mean, you can't go wrong with him. That was also on YouTube, as a matter of fact, free with ads. Really? That's on YouTube? Yep. Cool. Um, let's see. Alex Ryder. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. And he's supposed to be this yep. 14-year-old um, spy. His uncle was a spy, and he was you know, unknowingly being groomed to be a spy, and, and then all of a sudden he has a, a mission and everything. And I thought it was actually pretty good. I'm sure it's more like a young adult-type film. You know what I mean? Kind of like Spy Kids or something like that, only maybe a little more mature.
2: Well, I read one of the Alex Rider books, and actually my son was into Alex Rider.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. I thought it was really good, but I'm also kind of an immature guy anyway, so (laughs) it fit right in. No. Yeah. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of stars in there, like um, Mickey Rourke was in it, Alicia Silverstone. Ewan McGregor was his uncle. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, Damian Lewis I don't know if you're familiar with him. He played um in Band of Brothers. He was okay. the uh Yeah, I can't remember his his name. He was the he was like the main guy. And he okay. went all the way from like a sergeant all the way up or a, a lieutenant all the way up to like a major during the World War II and everything. But Damien Lewis, who is actually I think he's either British or Australian or one of the two um has a really good american accent he's also got a really good uh, russian accent so (laughs) which was in this film so yeah i mean i I really liked it i thought it was really good at first i thought it was going to be stupid you know it's like oh yeah this is for like young kids but actually it kept my interest
2: so, was there anything else on your list, or, you're, or do yeah. you want to save the rest for another Maybe night? Maybe I'll
0: save the rest of it. Oh, I will say that uh, I did go and see Silent Night in Al- Algona.
2: Yep, I, I did too. Not not on the same night. Not on the same night, but, uh, same night, but I did a, I night. saw
0: it on Saturday with Frank and uh, Jim Bracon and uh, you saw it on Sunday.
2: Yes, I did. My wife and, and I, I was... we went out for a supper, and then we went to the movies. So it was a nice little evening, and... Uh, I was, very Quite good impressed. movie. Yeah, I was uh, very impressed. It's a it's a period piece which is hard to do on a budget. I mean, very on hard to do on a budget a sh- sh- on and, a small uh, budget. <laughs> yep. And they uh they did yeah. like really good. Yeah, lots so. of
0: lots of costumes and stuff like that. But really. I mean, they they you know, they weren't 100% accurate, but they were accurate enough for you to get the gist of it.
2: Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah,
0: good. It was a good movie. And uh, I'm yeah. I'm very proud of Frank, even though basically they cut all of his uh, speaking parts, <laughs> and then they <laughs> they got a nice shot of his
2: ass. <laughs> that was yes. Uh, I texted him right after the movie. I said, N- "Nice butt, Frank." But <laughs> yep, <laughs> <laughs> spectacular yeah, was- derriere, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for his part. They did, to be honest, they showed his at least showed his face later, but oh yeah. Um. Yeah, but, yeah, the scene that he was supposed to have, the speaking parts, they kind of edited down and, uh, yeah. and I was watching. I knew, you know, I kind of got the, from what Frank has been telling me, I kind of figured out that was going to be his scene. And and uh, all of a sudden it just kind of showed his back end and yep. like, uh, <laughs> um, I I I think that was Frank. <laughs> so I, I
0: was sitting with charlie Gandez and jim and cindy brock they were all in our row and then frank was sitting right behind me and uh so frank was like talking in my ear and charlie every time every time frank's face would come up on the screen charlie would be like hey <laughs> kind of out loud you know and then the
2: the butt shot came up he's like hey frank's butt <laughs> oh frank's gonna love this episode frank is a loyal listener he's been on the show a couple times too we love frank and uh yeah i'll get a text after this one airs so. uh i'm sure you so. will <laughs> <laughs> thank, uh, thank you for I'm talking say, about my butt on yeah, air so
0: yeah i'm gonna save the rest of them for tomorrow night or okay the
2: next time we talk so sounds good yeah what about you Uh, I did see two movies recently. Uh, I've heard people talking about them, so I decided to check them out. Uh, I saw the Jordan Peele movie, Nope. Oh, yeah. Was that good? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah? And I finally figured out where the title came from, so (laughs) Uh (laughs) I was wondering why it was called Nope, and I I got it halfway through.
0: Okay. um, Well, don't spoil it for me. I won't spoil it
2: for everybody, you know, (laughs) see if other people out there can figure it out. The other one was uh, The Wrath of Man. Jason Statham, yeah. I I liked it. I thought it was uh, a very good action movie. I will be honest, some of the acting of the supporting characters was uh, a little suspect. Uh, (laughs) Clint Eastwood's
0: son is in that. Yeah. Scott Eastwood, yeah. Yep.
2: As the main baddie. Uh, uh, Yep. And uh, yeah, Besides the little acting, um, subpar acting at times, um, it was a very good movie. It was one that's enjoyable to sit down and watch. Good revenge type movie, and yeah, and uh, and the ending was yep. great. So, yeah, very poetic. So, yep. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, my wife and I watched that, and we both had a both had a good time watching that. So that was a fun one.
0: I'm sure, Tammy, you liked watching Jason Statham without a shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Most women do, I think. <laughs> so, anyway. Enough, any, any, Anywho. as we always say on here. Uh, enough about us. Um, well, we're about 10 minutes in. We'll see who's still awake out there. Some people fall asleep during our uh, opening banter. But... Uh, <laughs> their loss i guess we're we're
0: just saying that we're self-deprecating we're
2: self-deprecating so we have um a returning guest here this evening cassie nixon who is on episode 82 welcome back to the show cassie
3: thank you you so much for having me back back how
2: are you
0: doing if you guys can't you guys can't tell because there's no video here but cassie's got a nice bouquet of Christmas presents on the top of her head <laughs> as a little, like a little hat.
3: Yeah. I've got a tree on the table and, uh, and a tree on a table. like yep. I said, you got to get the holiday spirit wherever you can. I put up lights yeah. around my house and, you know, makes me happy. I love it. Um, I love it.
0: I think that's cool.
3: Yeah. I love, I love it. I, I actually took some of these things, um, with me. And I performed as a clown last weekend. So yeah, since, since the last episode, uh, that I was on, um, like you said, Cassie Nixon, uh, I do so many different things. So I don't remember if I gave my tagline, but I've, I've thought of a really good tagline just for myself. It's, you know, I'm i I'm a Jacqueline of all trades and master of some. So I like <laughs> that because I really just, um, I've been trying to just do more stuff, uh, um, the, as as I said last time, we talked about the shorts, we talked about the filming that I've done, the special effects things that I've done uh, uh, continue to do that we did get the third short filmed this last summer um, and it, it was great, you know how everything goes wrong when you film things, yeah. you know oh,
4: yeah. it does, oh, yeah. it,
3: it just happens and you know, it's really what it's testament to what I wanted this particular set of movies to be was just a learning process, you know, just teaching myself and my people who are willing to come and create with me, you know, and, and we really, um, I'm just really excited to see where they're, they're going at this point. I know we will do a lot more. Um, but, I like, at one point I really just wanted to, to cancel, you know, I just like, there, there's been so many things that have been happening, you know, in the world and, you know, it was just like, uh, man, I wasn't, I wasn't in it, but my co-producer and he, he was really super excited because he was directing the third one and we're, that one's called The Runaway. I don't know what okay. I, if I talked about the names of them all, but.
2: That- Now, as we're talking about this, this is your, is this the anthology of, uh, um, the self-care scares,
3: the self-care scaries? Yes. That is the one that, um, you know, it's taken a lot longer than I wanted it to, but, uh, when you take time, you can more fully realize an idea. And honestly, it's just been, it's just, I've had to let it evolve, you know, like you do in most filming situations. If you're, if you're stuck with plan a and you don't you don't have the ability to pivot you know you're gonna be stuck on plan a for a really long time and i didn't feel like that was in my best interest so we um and i also made the mistake of giving my daughter the lead role so (laughs) <laughs> because we rewrote it. We were, we were going to do the, I like had everything set up. We were going to do the camping trip. I had most things pretty much ready to go. But then, um, gosh, it's, it's uh, a really sad thing happened. A really, really sad personal thing happened. And the people who were going to be in my original cast for the camping trip, they were just no longer available. And so I had to figure out what I wanted to do. And it came down to, you know, we already have the, so the self-care scaries is going to be the anthology. And volume one has the wound, which we've shot. And is pretty much, we're in sound design and, you know, we're doing everything there. And then the shower, which is already shot. And we're still in editing. And then, but we have someone who's going to do the sound design for all three of them. So we'll have that, like, consistency and, because sound designs are really, really super important, and that's what I've been kind of, as I rewatch things, as I watch new movies, I've been kind of just paying more attention to sound. I realized like there's just so much mm-hmm. with horror that sound has has a lot to do with. So it's really I'm I'm blown away by everything that we've been able to accomplish, and you know, taking the time, I. I'm finally at a place where I'm not really feeling that rush, you know, that film festival rush, you know, like get in, get in, you know, and I'm, yeah. i see you doing yeah. amazing things, but you know, you've done this for, I'm sure a lot longer than I have. And you know, you're ready. <laughs> you, you're probably more like polished. Like <laughs> I'm so chaotic. Oh, no, with I, their... <laughs> I don't we, think we're we're are more we are. We are polished.
4: Well, yeah. I just saw that you had, some, you had
3: some film festival running, projects and that was really cool to see and uh um I know there's one one movie I worked on that's been in a lot of uh film festivals at this point too the Valentine crush movie that I worked on and okay. how you were talking about the booty shot from your friend <laughs> uh, I was, I just yeah. wanted to you know, pipe in and be like booty shots are super important cuz I remember and it's it's kind of crazy cuz uh i you don't know you don't realize how technical sometimes certain things get but you know like, the lighting's got to be right the booty's got to be just <laughs> it's got to be perfect yeah to yeah. be angled the right way certain things need to yeah. be not otherwise in it's the not shot. flattering <laughs> yeah so uh, uh yeah filming i love i really love doing it and uh, i i can't wait to finally get some of this stuff out but the time oh man Time. just takes forever sometimes, but uh, sometimes. it's really my health kind of got a, like uh, my, da- my darn back. I have had two back surgeries and I've uh, been having- This year? Not this year. No. I had oh. the first one, I think 2018 or maybe that was my okay. second one, but unfortunately I'm just having some additional issues. With it, and I'm trying to figure that out. So I was like, "Darn it! I really can't force myself to go as quickly as you know as I wanted to." Uh,
0: right? Yeah, you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah, you do. You do,
3: and that yeah. is something that I finally like. Wait a second! I'm a priority, so. <laughs> Yes, you are. Um, But I'm really, really pumped that we got as much principal photography as we did. And it's really just a matter of um, going forward and getting the right uh, finishing done. And uh, I know that uh, there's lots of different ways to go about doing it. And I think what we're going to do, we're going to stay in that same thread of learning and giving things Tries, or, you know, uh, I'm going to do the Patreon route because with the self-care scaries, I think that's a perfect project to do that with because that is a thing where you have tears, you know, that Uh, If people pay $5, they get to see like a poster because I have actually posters made up for both the wound and the shower. So, you know, only certain people get access to that. And then you go to up another tier and then you start showing maybe some of the edited or not edited footage that you have and people get a chance to Get more involved so they get to decide do they want to keep paying more money and I know Patreon has fees but most things have fees and the thing about Kickstarter that for me personally is hard to, it's like you have to set a goal you have to to get that goal and I think um, it's all for like one project usually, it feels like that's how a lot of people do it so with Patreon I think it's going to allow me to show multiple projects at the different types of tiers so and I've never done it before but I think it's going to be the best thing for this particular project because we already are done with the principal photography and we just need to get it finished and once we get it finished we we put that as something that's um, kind of building a portfolio for the production company like I mentioned you know I want to do that but I got to be able to show them a producer (laughs) yeah that's <laughs> right. I think that's part of it, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So now you're based in South Dakota, is that correct?
3: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, born and raised and uh yeah, I was a the runaway. We were able to get out in the middle of nowhere and get some really amazing footage and you know, she's the runaway. So she's just she ends up in the middle of nowhere and uh I uh it's really fun. I don't know how much I should say like you know like yeah, you don't that. want to spoil it they can't spoil yeah. anything but uh-uh. it, it and our
2: spoiler alert's not working so we can't warn yeah, people no out there. Alert, but
3: what I will say is, um, there like like you know how everything goes wrong and and you have to be ready for everything to go wrong i was i was ready to to cancel to to try it in another year but like i said my co-producer he was ready to direct the I don't know if I can swear the poop out of this, the, uh, the short, yeah, because, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay.
0: <laughs> I swear all the time.
3: Because, um, we were like, what do we do? What do we do? We don't have the time to build a whole new cast. We don't, we already had rapport here. We had, we had ideas and we had two kids involved, you know, we really wanted to do something and, 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 and it was, you know, it just, they were not available. So we, I didn't, my heart was kind of taken out of it. You know, big things happen. And you're like, "Ah, we can always do it another time. But when I cast, when I asked my 14 year old, if she would be, she's now 15, um, if she would be interested in taking on a different role, because she was kind of going to be actually one of the kids like stunt doubles, not stunt doubles, but like a stand in, you know, so she Mm -hmm. could help us with focus and stuff like that. So we wouldn't have to be overworking at least the kids and so that was you know why do we plan things why we don't we just don't do it anymore because what what happens when you plan things (laughs) but again um it
0: never never turns out the way you plan no it it
3: doesn't but i got to thinking i was like okay well thought of the original story and i had already rewritten it to involve a family and it was just a smaller family and there weren't the the younger kids involved but then Um, it just, we decided it was going to be too hard to cast an entire family in the time that we had to get out there and be able to do it in the time that we had. We're still just trying to do a short, you know, it's like a 10 to 12 minute short. We're, we're confident that we like, we had four to five days out there on, um, uh, the land that we were using and it was, it was really great. But again, you don't, plans got rained out the first day, duh, um, but what really was, wonderful as i got to thinking how do i salvage this and i wrote a prequel to the camping trip i wrote about a character that i switched things around and and now i i have the runaway is a character that you're gonna see in the camping trip the one that we are in pre-production for and it just worked out because um she said she was super excited for it and she wanted to do it and oh my gosh uh you don't have too many uh moments in life where you're like i I guess like you're so proud of someone that you want to burst and the way that she acted during this last short (laughs) yeah she made me a believer and now she's in high school and she's in theater and i was like you know what if anything that happens with these shorts if they just become a portfolio for my kids because she wants to act now that's totally fine with me too because um she just did things that i i wouldn't assume someone who's never been in a movie would be able to just do like three one takes and i was it was just it was amazing it was we were all super proud and i will have to say too lost everyone so it ended up being me my co-producer slash director slash lighting slash all these things (laughs) and um my husband my husband jumped in and uh he had to act in the in the movie and that's i think as far as i can say for that but it was amazing um to see them both acting together and creating together and um you know uh well, they well, This saving my ass.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> How many times do so that have a girl family is,
3: member in there, you
0: know? Yeah. Is that high school girl, is she thinking about becoming a professional actor then? Yeah, I mean, that is. That's
3: I know she's still young. Right, right.
0: You never know. You don't know what you want to do when no. you're in high school. You think you do, but by the time you get out of high school, it may change. But it, she was seriously thinking about becoming a professional actor? Yeah.
3: That, that is like what she decided to say is, you know, she wanted to try it out because she thought like she, you know, she likes band, but there's something about acting that she's really good. And she's always been kind of a natural because, you know, how I say I do a lot of things. I kind of I kind of when I was cosplaying, I would do cosplay skits and um, I did a couple ones where I was a female joker and they were my harley (laughs) quins and there was one there was one time that i i man it was really bad it was a long time ago and i didn't know how to do sound i found something that i could just put an audio together and by the end of it um there's an explosion sound and i the kid they both walk off stage and it basically indicated that i've blown them up so Mm -hmm. so it was just kind of (laughs) kind of cute to see that you know something that i feel like i made them do kind of like cause there would be times they're like mom we don't wanna kind of like church is dumb yeah. but i'm trying to just <laughs> it was like that level of no mom wants me to do this this is stupid yeah <laughs> believe me you had it much easier kids <laughs> Yeah,
0: my daughter i'm when kevin and i first started uh our first film when we did uh oliver short we needed we needed people we didn't really have you know the <clears throat> didn't really have the pick that we kind of do now so we we're kind of reaching and i asked my daughter mia i said you want to help out she says yeah i guess yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess and she did great i mean yeah she, she did, did very very well and she's been in most of our films
3: awesome Even
0: even though that she doesn't necessarily want to be a professional actor, I think she, I think she would still like to be in some of our films and things like that. So it's it's kind of fun to watch your own child uh, excel.
2: Definitely, she was actually challenging Frank for the most I like Ike films that they've appeared in. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember at last count who was in the lead, but.
0: I, they might be even Steven right now. I'm not sure. Yeah, and then
2: Frank's scheduled to be in our short in January and also our features. So I'm afraid, uh, Frank's going to be taking the title probably there. So we <laughs> beat
0: her, but that's okay. We have to get Mia involved again. So <laughs> she's, she's still got college to finish up. So
2: wow. <laughs> I'd like to we have at least s- ever do that. We have summer break. We have summer break. So we'll get something scheduled. So, yep.
0: <laughs> Well you said something about in the audio too. I and I agree with you. I think audio for me it's probably one of the most most important uh functions of a film. If the audio I mean you can have the greatest video in the world, but if the audio sucks, I I'm not interested. You know what I mean? Right. Um you can have some subpar or okay video, but if the audio is great, uh I'm I'm right there. So that's, I, I suppose it's fitting that I'm a, a sound guy.
4: <laughs>
0: you know?
2: I know one of our recent guests mentioned that. And um, the reasoning they gave was, if you're in a room watching a movie, you can always close your eyes to shut off the visual stimulation. But the audio stimulation continues and it's constant. And if it's bad, it's, Really kind of going to be kind of grating on your nerves. Kind but, of a turn
0: off. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. It, it sticks with you much more so in your like brain files than sometimes than what you yeah. see. Yeah.
0: Than what you see. Yeah. Not saying that the video part is is less important. I Just in my opinion, I think the audio is a make or break situation for me
3: yep. on a lot of films. Yep. Well and you only get the one I mean, you get it's it's what you hear and um when you have video, there's a lot you can do, I feel like, to manipulate what you're seeing. Like with special effects, you can mm-hmm. you, you a lot of times you don't show even the blood. You just show the slash and then people's brains do it, but with sound, I feel like there's more that you have to you have to yeah, make sure you're conscious their of doing get the yeah. Of them. Yep. Yeah. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sound is <clears throat> so important, and it's so like so many times you associate a bad guy with the with their theme song. I think.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, the background music. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that Jaws is coming. Da da. Da, da. Yeah I mean even before you even see the shark you hear the da. da. Yeah. you know that the shark is coming that's how I think important the the, the sound is Yeah we don't
3: even if you don't see anything we actually our uh, my husband and I are watching that 101 greatest moments of hit movie history on Shudder. Mm-hmm. That's really good and we just saw the episode that had jaws in in one of the top yeah. moments and it was uh yeah I I think we talked about it last time too. Jaws was it was just one of those things where they really like everything worked. The sound and the fact that that monster didn't work. They they were like oh I guess we're just gonna do this and like because the the show shows you like the clips and that time when he's he's thrown out the chum because and the shark pops up. That's a really good. Time where you the sound is good because you hear the splashes of the water and it's almost like, like the sound plus what you're seeing. You can almost smell the the chum. Yeah, the chum. Yeah, because that's what the the shark is smelling. That's why he's suddenly like, hey. Yep.
0: Yep. And then the music comes, pops in. Da da.
3: Gonna need a bigger
0: boat. (laughs) Yeah. i love that. So you're recently in a face of horror competition.
3: Yeah, that was really what's that fun. All? Um, yeah, what's that
0: all about? <laughs> Tell us about that. Well,
3: I actually had taken like a super long break uh, from just Facebook mostly. Um, I didn't I – like uh, March, I, I think I looked it up, and then I was just not on Facebook for a really long time. but. I popped on to Instagram every once in a while and I saw this competition. I was like, Ooh, that's kind of fun. $10,000 would sure or no, $13,000 was one of the prizes. It ended up being like a $32,000 prize package for traveling. Oh. And then there was a two day photo shoot with Fangora magazine with Kane Hodder. And, um, then you got to walk on roll with an, um, gosh darn it. I can't remember his name now because I only made it to the quarterfinals, but I'm pretty proud because as far as I know, I made it further than anyone else because I knew people. I knew other people that were in the competition and people were like, oh, I voted for you, but I also know someone else who's in it. And so this was and then, um, uh, yeah, there was like uh, someone's mom in Florida was in it and it was just like, wow, okay, I didn't. (laughs) I <laughs> think it was that big of a deal, but, you know, I, I realized it was a big deal once I was in it, and I had so many, like, scammy-sounding Instagram accounts. Like, they, they're like, if you send us $49, we will... we'll 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 have real people vote for you every day because we want you to win like oh my gosh so i was getting really annoyed because it was like hundreds and hundreds of these messages and i was like oh so i started just being like thanks for the engagement like you know like (laughs) like and then i'd be like that's against the rules like
0: (laughs) yeah
3: so it was really cool and it was it was fun to um get myself back out there. And I used it as an opportunity to actually, um, cause in October I am a haunter. I am mostly clown in October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my family and I, we do a haunt and, um, we do a home hunt these days. And I had decided that I wanted to get as much exposure for my new character as I possibly could. So I was like, Hey, as far as I make it, uh, if people are looking at who to vote for, they'll see me and my clown, and um, a I lot saw of it. The-
0: yeah. yeah, I was watching. Yeah, yeah, it popped up on my Instagram feed, so I
3: was like, "Hey,
4: I know her. <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: that
3: clown. <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: that clown." <laughs> yeah,
3: um, her name is Irene Dangles, and Irene Dangles. Irene Dangles. Um, there's there's lots of reasons why. She's called Irene Dangles, but not have all been revealed. Uh, <laughs> the the big thing is she's has like a jester like hat that comes to two points, and instead of bells, there I made eyeballs, and they hang, <laughs> they they dangle. They dangle, I, yeah. Irene <laughs> Dangles. Eee. I am funny, and you know it. Uh, but no, you I you know it. Um, I did last weekend go and perform at a very gary christmas six a holly jolly jingle bell jamboree i only can say it all in full if i say it like that in so many say words that,
2: say that five well, times better so that's no don't do yeah, it it's, so good for you. It'll,
3: it'll be tongue-tied forever but gary lewis is a comedian i worked with actually on my first feature film that i did uh i was uh, an assistant to the makeup artist and his name's Gary Lewis, and um, I told, I was so I was in my clown costume, and I had a bit, uh, I did some funny things, I pulled tinsel, I wrapped tinsel into a little bag, so I was pulling it out, like, you know, kind of classic, like, magician, clown, and I pulling, had...
0: Yeah, pulling the handkerchief out of your hand. Yeah, and right, yeah. right, and
3: I had this papier-mâché bunny tinsel. that used to, I guess, there's a store called Vantles, it was downtown, and... Um, I have this creepy magician bunny that I decided to bring with me and I was like, I'm just going to go for it. You know, like be creepy and I don't, people won't know what to think. And then I wrote them a song and I sang them a song. I did. I, did. I wrote is that on
0: your Instagram too. Did, is that
3: it's not on my Instagram, on the Instagram, but it's on my TikTok oh. and my Facebook. Okay. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, no, I, I don't it's TikTok, called but I do an Anti-Christmas Xmas song, and it was it was really fun, and uh, but it was like I also kind of had some things I said beforehand, so I was like, wait a second, did I just do comedy? What the? That is not what i was trying to do. <laughs> You're supposed
0: to be a scary horror clown.
3: <laughs> So I think it worked. The audience laughed. Um, My husband did me a solid and recorded it because it was nice to be able to like visually watch that. You know, I kind of watch it with my my filmmaker brain and be like, okay, what did the audience react to? What was what was something that was visually good about the performance? You know, so it's like I can take I can take all of these things that I've learned and and uh, I just I need to do things that are fun. And right now, like, um, I can't do a whole lot because of my darn back. And the movies, my co-producer works at Dakota News Now. That's a that's a, and they 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 are one of the channels that airs like the Vikings games. So he's a little busy this year.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, Vikings so, are on fire.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just wait, and it's gonna be okay because we've got pretty much the three shorts filmed and once we we get everything pre-edited and that you know, it's it's just a matter of time and then once that happens we'll have it almost ready to go uh, and there's there's a way there's a there's a lot i can do with like i said the patreon it's going to be i'm pretty excited because there's some more stuff we want to film because as an anthology i think of things of like creep show when mm-hmm. or like tales from the crypt yeah. like there's always like sure the, the crypt keeper, or whatever. So, really, yeah, the, the character that I ended up being, I think, is going to be the corners. you know, like she's gonna be the gal, the crypt
0: keeper, uh, yeah, yeah.
3: Because, dude, the host people are so like she's a therapist, and way, way more, way more people are afraid of therapy than anything these days. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> But it's gonna be fun, I think. But I will. It'd be nice because I'll be able to get the shorts done individually. But then I can still realize them as their whole deal once I, well, I, you know, I have all my big plans. But I've kind of tried to stop making those because every time I do it, it's like the mm. universe <laughs> is like, stop uh, doing that.
2: The the planning again, yeah.
3: Yeah, I know. I was starting <laughs> <to> plan again.
2: <laughs> so you have Irene Dangles. You have the anthology. Is there anything else? Can you squeeze any other projects into your time there or not?
3: I do a lot you of TikTok, talking, guys. Like it's kind of <laughs> silly. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, I'm trying to build my TikTok. Once I get to a certain number of followers, you can make money on it. But it's. Can you? I'm sure you can. Yeah. It's kind of just one of those things I'm doing because um my back it's it's a lot of chronic pain right now. It's kind of all a bunch of science or not science medically stuff basically there's enhanced scarring <laughs> from the surgery and it yeah. is on a spot where there's a lot of nerves and i can't i can't manage it anymore so i might have to get a what it, it looks like a pacemaker but um i have to get that possibly implanted into my back
0: that's mm-hmm. a little it's a little buzzer thing right and yep. then you you start having pain you push the button and mm-hmm. it's supposed to redirect yep I think the the nerves or something like that. A friend of mine had that yep, exact surgery. Yeah, I just
3: keep firing pain flares to my brain, and they're yeah. I get tested. There's a trial that they do before they do the implants. We're gonna test that out and see because um, you know, it's just miserable. I can't make too many films if I'm all the time in the pain, you know. So yeah, right.
0: that's a real pisser. I know uh, my friend. Uh, when he ha- when he'd have pain and he pushed that little buzzer it, it helped quite a bit so
3: yep <clears throat> i hope so i hope so cuz that would for be good
0: things for you on that yeah
3: yep i'm doing all the right things doing all the things i'm supposed to and i think like i said the um being able to be creative like with irene uh that was really cool oh that's something i can irene dangles so i can't do anything um what's the term like i have no chill when i do anything right so
0: (laughs) no chill yeah so
3: with irene dangles i had um there's this there's an amazing organization called the haunters against hate and because hate is the scariest thing of all and um I was already in the Book of Clowns as a different clown. That's a whole different life and story. But now I submitted Irene Dangles for the home haunt that we are involved with. And, and she got accepted. And I'm really excited because this one is the return of the sisterhood of haunters. So it's all haunters that are female or femme identifying, presenting. So it's really, really exciting. Um, I uh, Sorry, I say. that. So many times, stupid little words. Uh, but I'm so excited because it's just <laughs> there's so there, there aren't a lot of things that get me like out of my comfort zone when it comes to raising my voice. It's been something that's been really hard for me to do in the past because you only you only get so many decimals before people are like. Shh so I've really just had to find my own spaces where people don't tell me that I'm being too quiet or you know because a filmmaker needs to really open their mind to a lot and I think that's where we find some of the most creative ideas is by filmmakers who aren't restricted by any sort of views they just they just tell the stories that they want to tell and I got some really messed up stories that I still want to tell. And I'm not – I've gotten to the point where I'm finally – I'm just going to tell those stories, and that's how it's going to be. So yep. – <laughs> Yep.
0: Good on you. You – are you only into the horror? Would you – Would you? I mean, your films, are they just strictly horror, or are they a horror comedy? Or is it just strictly horror with a little bit of dark humor sprinkled in, in – or would you like to do something almost slapsticky comedy horror
3: <laughs> Well that is you know cuz
0: I could see you doing that
3: <laughs> That's what I think Irene Dangles would be perfect for if I could figure out a way to to put her in if we did slapstick horror like a clown a female clown you know maybe she's maybe she's like going after the psycho clowns or something. Yeah, I don't know, but I like yeah, the I idea of just doing more with a with a female clown because I feel like female clowns aren't aren't like your normal clown. No, you never thinking. see
0: a female clown in a horror. It's always either aliens or men. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, mm-hmm. there's never a female clown. So you could be the very first female horror clown.
3: Well, I wouldn't be the first. Uh, Rob Zombie did a w- movie. Uh, it was called Thirty One, and um, some of the characters, some of the, there was at least one woman in there that was dressed up in clown makeup. I think oh, she was, was actually the voice actor for Tommy Pickles. Okay, from Rugrats. Okay. I mean, there are.
0: And you'll be the second one then. Well,
3: <laughs> what 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 I think you mean to say is maybe I could get Irene da- Dangles to be iconic. You know, a, a, right. iconic female the main clown. character. Yeah, yeah. The, there's the main. Hmm. Yeah. that would be really cool and that is something uh, I have a story I've written that kind of it, it's just it's it's horror though. I do mostly do horror because you write best what you know um yeah. but... Honestly, if someone would pay me to do the other things, I'll be like, sure. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but right now I just think it's best for me to do the things that I enjoy. Um, I know I could write a pretty darn good young adult, like kind of Hunger Games kind of thing where it's not so much horror, but dystopian and just bleak. And I just don't know if I'm ready to murder all those young hearts. (laughs)
4: yeah yeah
3: because you think about like those series you know like that when because that age is so impressionable and you know like fall in love with 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 characters because they're written so well and you know you, you you start to realize the power you have as a as a filmmaker as a writer as a creator and it's like man i got a lot of power and i don't know if i'm ready to unleash it
0: (laughs) sure
2: (laughs) so what advice can you give to other filmmakers who may be looking to get into the horror genre
3: oh man learn special effects uh teach yourself to do special effects. If you live in a city or near a city that offers any sort of special effects certification classes, I would, I would get on those immediately. Um, Even I think uh, a cosmetology license is a good thing to have because then you can do hair and, and makeup on people. You have a license to actually do that. So I, I think a lot of cosmetologists who even travel like with, theater and stuff like that they'll end up doing shows like that because they are legally allowed to do that so like a union job would want you to probably have some level of certification unfortunately that wasn't my path you know i just sort of had to start doing it and i live in an area that is desperate for people who can do special effects that i was i was able to do that and uh if you have the time if you're young enough definitely even just like if like a Stuart beauty school, if they offered something like uh, a face casting, I am still not going to do something that could kill myself or someone else. Cause if I mix it wrong, you know, it, it just, you could suffocate. You know, there are things that are not safe to do unless you are shown by someone who knows how to do that. So, right. and, and I just feel like if you're wanting to get into the indie scene for horror that is a very very good way to go about it um god i'm trying to think because that's that's how i did it but someone who's gone to school can even costuming i feel like there's a lot of different if you can make the the animatronics the movies, I think, are going to be going like super animatronic lately. You've seen some of it kind of emerging. I don't know if you yeah. saw yeah. Wiley's Wonderland. Nick I've Cage. I've not seen that yet. <laughs> it is awesome. It is my favorite Nick I've Cage. i You it. want to know why? Yeah. He doesn't say one why? dang word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Not a word. <laughs> If I remember correctly, i I man. I'm gonna have to remember. I have to see if I if the end if he said anything. But I'm almost positive that he just doesn't even say a word. It was uh, great. Really? He just he's not my favorite. He's just <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. He he's a bit eccentric.
3: Yeah. That's and a, the way that's he talks
0: like, and 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 moves. Yeah.
3: Don't meet your heroes kind of situation, and he like we all got to meet him. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, like we, as as a society, I feel like he showed us a lot of.
2: Oh, I see. Oh, like okay.
3: him personally, yeah.
2: oh, I loved man. him in uh, yeah. what you, I loved him in Pig, Maybe that came out I think it was I last year.
0: that's yeah? Isn't that the one that came out last year? Yeah, yeah he's the
2: the chef, and that's really good. I meant to
3: see oh, that yeah. one. That one did come I to town. That came to the I think the state theater, and I. I mean to go to a lot more movies than I do. Yeah. I've been trying to watch more lately. I've been watching... You, you, you talked about Nope earlier. Yeah, yep. I like Nope. That was a really good one. Um, Smile. I have not seen one. that one yet.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that one yet either. I've seen the, some of the previews on it, but... Uh, scary.
3: It was... Uh, I liked it a lot, because... Um, I feel like horror, it just resonates in my brain a little more than some things. It's hard to watch Love Actually, stuff like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not a rom-com kind of person.
3: <laughs> um. Well, I was when I was like 13, you know, yeah. like 13 going on 30. Get... I was like, I can't wait. And now I'm like, I hate 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be forty soonish. Like I got like two, three years, like two, two and, yeah. and a half years. I don't know. I'm. I just feel like there aren't a lot of ones that I want to watch these days. Uh, and I've also find I don't like it when it's put into stuff when it doesn't need to be. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, where's, I, I the saw, where's the knife? I saw.
0: I binge watched Wednesday. <laughs> That's one of the ones that I was that I had on my list. I watched it last Sunday. <clears throat> all eight episodes I watched. Really, oh, that's right. That's one that came la- out all laundry. eight episodes.
3: See, I do want to watch Wednesday. All at Wednesday. the same time, yeah. I do want to watch Wednesday, but I've already seen some of the memes. So I don't, I don't know if we should oh. say spoilers or anything. So we won't talk too much about it. But there's a really cute no, filter but- of Wednesday's makeup on TikTok. <laughs> oh, is there? Oh,
0: well. <laughs> is it like white pale white and dark
3: no it's just like the freckles and her, her little, oh okay her eyes and then i think it darkens oh. her hair but yeah. okay
0: <laughs> interesting that's kind of uh interesting what you said a little bit ago about um uh cosmetology school mm-hmm. i never i never thought of that but right? you're right it would make so much sense if you went to cosmet because i always thought you know you go to cosmetology college, all of a sudden you're going to get a job at Great Clips. That's right. basically all you can do, you know, or you could go a little more highbrow, but I never thought, yeah, yep, uh, in, theater. in theater, working in filmmaking and stuff. Yeah. Perfect.
3: There were a lot of times, um, like I think union shows, most companies would have that where if if the hairstylist, if the person who's doing the wigs, if she, if they, if they, I, yeah, I worked with all sorts of people in that. But if they were, if they had a license, what they could do is also give haircuts to the cast. So, and that was outside of their contract. So they could make extra money giving the haircuts to the cast and, 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 you know, they're able to do the wigs for the show. So that's, there are a lot of ways you could use the cosmetology license. And man, I would have loved to have gotten that, but, i don't want to go to school
0: right you just want to make films
3: i just want to make films and i mean i can write. And it run now. around in
0: a clown costume
3: yeah i actually that's the most fun that is my yeah. favorite and i've realized that in october i am the happiest and when i am scaring people yeah so mm-hmm. we have done this home haunt now for the last two years we were at a different haunt before that but this home hunt this last year, we've been on the news on Dakota News or whatever's the channel that's with Dakota News now. I forget. But they came out both years to see, and it was neat because we upgraded so many things to The the Haunt. And uh, I was just super excited. We had more actors now that Evie is in high school, my kiddo, now that she's in high school. um we had, there's just kids that want to do it, you know, like they were like, I want to go scare people. And, uh, I was, I was out. I actually had one of my procedures Halloween morning. I had a discogram. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but that's where they need to check if you have a deteriorating disc and they take two really long needles and they put them in your back into one of the discs that is good and then they put it in the other disc that they think is bad and they shoot contrast into it and I had to have that done Halloween morning and I was like well this kind of stinks so they set me up some some hay bales and we had this kind of we had a like a Stand that looked kind of like Lucy's from Peanuts. So we did, we painted it, it said psychiatrist is in, and um, mm. <laughs> or there was psychiatrist help five million dollars, and then the, the candy is in. <laughs> so, yeah, so I sat there, and then I had a silly string gun, and I was just spraying people as they came out, um, from the back because we added a back kind of thing, and I could hear the screams like in the night, and it was just like. That's yeah. pretty great. And then I would silly string them when they thought it was over, and they'd be like, ah! Funny. Well,
2: that procedure sounds like something out of a horror movie itself. So
0: I hope they use Novocaine, or they put you out or something, or dead in your back. That they, sounds like it's got to
3: hurt. They do give you just enough... Um, painkiller so you don't feel it all the way but they have to keep you awake because the indication how they decide if it's a bad disc is when they when they put the needle into the bad disc it's supposed to hurt a whole lot more and it didn't so i do not have a degenerating disc but yeah i had to be awake for it and it was like ah i can kind of feel (laughs) them It's my own horror. (laughs) And that is, um, I do have so many, I have so many projects that I want to develop. I, um, you know, the camping trip already has the script, but one that I have been holding off on I want to do so bad it's called Let's See What's In Here and it's spelled H-E-A-R you know how we talked about the importance of the sound Well, this audio
0: one, and sound yeah. yeah
3: this is about a gal who has to get a fusion surgery and um, that's what I had my second surgery was a fusion because the that's they tried to fix it by cutting off some of the spine bone and then fixing the herniation didn't work so the second one the fusion surgery, they actually open you up from the front and then they go to your back through the front because it's actually less damaging to put the cage and the screws on. And then they, they, uh, so they literally just take all your insides outside. They just lay them there. So (laughs) that is, I, I write horror because I've seen and experienced some horror and I really, I have that one is going to be definitely body horror, but it's also going to be very performative. Uh, I have, I have, I'm really inspired by like Silent Hill and, and some of the really really mm-hmm. creepy. When you see that those body movements and like the jerky, right. nut, you know that mm-hmm. is those are the moments that stick with you because I think I'm so into horror right now is because those are the things that stay with me. You know, like you you see boy loves girl they get they're happy it's like oh cool cool but not a lot yeah. of those have stayed with me like the horror has mm. um so it's all just how to, how do you make a mark on people and i think that's also something too though uh trying to write a really good horror not a lot are ended very well i feel like that's where all the really good horrors are just like, like oh man
2: that was yeah. not the right ending. Horror movies definitely stick with you because when the first two movies I ever remember seeing, one was Star Wars, which was the first movie, movie I had ever seen in a theater. But then there was The Town That Dreaded Sundown. And yes, it stuck yes. with me. I mean, from what I remember, I haven't gone back and watched again since then, but... So many things from that movie stick out to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, horror- they do
0: give you PTSD. <laughs>
2: well, horror movies will definitely <laughs> stick with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, post-traumatic
0: you know, stress disorder. Yeah.
3: I don't know w- when we taught what month it was, but in the last year, I've actually been diagnosed with PTSD. And yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's one of those with, things with, with your
0: back and and everything.
3: No other things. Just the other like things. just um you know, figuring things out. Dang it, I started writing about a therapist and then I started going to therapy because I was like, you know, if I'm going to keep writing about this, I should maybe figure it out a little bit. And it's just like, it was one of those projects that's inspired me to do more for my future career, but also for just me. And I was like, dang it, it worked on me because I think the self-care scaries with them being all sort of something about uh, you know, trying to take care of yourself. I, uh, I think that is gonna, that's going to going to help a lot. I want, I hope I want to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
3: Um. See, yeah. <laughs> a,
4: a big
2: announcement. We'll just uh, we'll reveal it right now. Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: I, I like again. It's just I don't have like anything set in stone. Like as far as getting the name copyright, okay. my my name that I'd really like to be is uh, it's Green Haired Unicorn Productions. Um, I know it's kind of a a little bit of a <laughs> mouthful. But you don't I want to say
2: this, that five times fast either. So. No, definitely <laughs> no. not. No, no, no. Uh, but I, I have this hmm.
3: unicorn tattooed on my back, and she has green hair. And I've always just thought of unicorns as magical. And those those stick in my brain like no other thing in my childhood does, like all the horror and yeah. stuff like that. But nothing gives me a good feeling like a unicorn. <laughs> maybe cotton right. candy but <laughs> that's a clown in me <laughs> um yeah so I think that's what i want to go for with the name
0: <laughs> have you started it yet or are you still in process
3: still in process but i think that's why i have am taking so much time with the self-care scaries because i want them to be done because a lot of time what I, I've been Doing more research and just, you know, trying to get myself caught up in this world of filmmaking that I've only been in for really just a few years. <laughs> and yeah. um, one thing that, it, once I go to film festivals, is going to be imperative for the success of my production company is to have more things I'm doing. Um, I wrote in one of the books, it was. You know what is a producer? What are what are you doing as well? I have, I have multiple projects in various stages of production. You know, like that's that's like a really classic line that I, I want to use someday professionally. Um, but i will be like, ah, I read that book too. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was, but it's important that uh, there's more. To show, I want I have I have stories I'm writing and I'm, I want to develop them into the official scripts. So when they're like saying, "Well, if I go to this tier," because you know the the Patreon is just one thing. I really ultimately need to find producers, real true producers that want to invest in the company. So I want to make sure that I get. the the self-care scary is produced properly so I can present a really professional company here. You know, I need to make sure that it started off correctly because, you know, starting a production company with one movie is like, okay, what what's next? What else you got? You know, it's, it's important to to have substance to it. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So who are some of your filmmaker influences?
3: Yes, I wrote some of this stuff down because I know last time it was like ah, so um, actually good call. <laughs> uh, I've been going back and I've been watching more of John John Carpenter's okay. films. Like I, you know, he's Halloween is great, but he's all he also did just so many really great films that I was like oh crap yeah he did that and that and that and I think I think he was a he was better when he had less money. You know, I I thought vampires was kind of just like, oh,
1: it -hmm. didn't
3: have the the beauty that I noticed that were in some of the things. But I still need to get to, like, Mouth of Madness and just some of the other ones that I have not Mm -hmm. seen. Um, I've also, I'm just really, really respecting what Jordan Peele has been doing with a lot of his with his writing and again we talked about endings those are so hard to pull off as eloquently as i think he does with those stories he has um uh and then uh v nell neil neil v- I always try to say it wrong v neil i recently or for halloween i had done a makeup and she was the special effects slash prosthetic person for a movie, an old movie called Tourist Trap. But she's also done a lot of things. And she started a makeup brush company. And I was like, ooh, I want to enter those contests. Because it's nice to keep myself doing stuff. If I don't have a movie I'm working on, I'm not... There's no reason for me to use my super expensive makeup, you know, to, yeah. to do all, you know, TikTok is cool, but I am not spending $50 worth of, you know, prosthetic stuff for no reason. So she started a <laughs> makeup uh, brush company and she actually has a lot of really nice makeup that she sells through her website. Uh, but I started looking at, um, like her body of work and I realized Whoa, she has been involved in a lot of things that I have loved. She worked on Pee Wee's Playhouse and uh oh, she no did work on the movies with him as like special effects and you know, they had a lot of weird things yeah. and she was she was uh doing that and she's also like one of the face uh ah, there's a face off show. They do a lot oh, of yeah. the, the makeup. Yeah, I've never really yeah. watched it. Yeah, the make yeah. show. I think she's on it. Uh, I don't know when she joined, but I know I've seen promos with her on it. And, uh, I recently, uh, the, the tourist trap makeup I did, I've tried to make it kind of look like a mannequin. Cause that's what the the movie has like weird mannequin stuff. And I have a mannequin arm. So, <laughs> oh man, the thing oh. I do to be creative, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm going like, I, she's going to send me a little mini brush set. And, and the fact that I entered a competition in one of the, greatest female special effects artists has seen my work. I didn't win any of the like top prizes or anything, but just I've realized I have to get myself exposed out there anywhere I can. You know, that's what the face of horror Mm -hmm. competition was really about for me is because I knew that there was a filmmaker involved. There was another indie filmmaker because one of the prizes was a walk on role in an indie film. And he was the one that was, Jim something, I can't remember, but he was the one that was doing it, and so it was just another opportunity to get myself out there, um, because that's what I have to do, and the last one I wanted to name for as far as movie creators, I really, 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 really like Mia Goth right now, I don't know if you guys have seen any of Mia Goth's movies, but she's uh, she's one of those actresses that is, uh, makes horror really fun to watch. She did. She was the movie X. I was like, that's one of my favorite movies now. Um, But that's an A24 production. So I really like that. Yeah. You had mentioned V Neal. And
2: when you mentioned Face Off, I thought it was her. And so I just looked up her picture while you're talking there. Yeah, I've seen her on Face Off and she's amazing on there. And I just, we used to watch that all the time was kind of all the makeup stuff that I would never be able to do, <laughs> but I thought it was so ah. cool. The stuff that they created on there, but yeah, I, re- yeah. I know who yeah. she is. I've
0: seen a few of the episodes. It's very interesting, yeah. but I guess she's been around a while, huh? Yeah. I mean, she's working on yeah. Pee Wee's Playhouse, which the TV show was what in the eighties.
3: Yeah. And I think tourist track was in the seventies and I, I was going through and watching some of the videos and, um, Yeah, she was a pioneer for female special effects artists because she, you know, she was starting to go to like, like sci-fi conventions and seeing them in in their crazy alien costumes. She's like, "Dudes, how are you doing that? Show me how to do that." <laughs> you know, so they're yeah. like, "Well, okay," because it was just, you know, there was still in filmmaking. I, I feel like there was still a lot of that generational stuff from when. Like in Shakespearean times, women didn't do certain things, you know, we just, you know, it was just a process of breaking Uh, down those barriers and those, just those outdated ideals. And she was definitely one of those people that, you know, I'm sure her just pure interest in it made them be like, okay, yeah. Let's 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 show you how to do this. And yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that she had been involved in like Batman. She worked on the Tim Burton Batman's. I think she worked on some of the other Tim Michael Burton. Keaton. Yeah. Uh, yep. So she is just. Yeah, I'm looking I at her. I'm,
2: I'm looking at her IMDb right now. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Galaxy oh, Quest, crap, really. Constantine.
0: Oh my God! Did she do uh, Doctor? What's his name's prosthetic head? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me see. Galaxy Quest. She was the makeup department head for that film. So. Okay. And then Jim, oh, yeah. so Jim Carrey's. Brought- oh, there's a lot of makeup in that Jim film. Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Short worked on Oh, that, so. yeah. Jeez, really. Dude, so
3: many. And yeah. I was like, that was yeah. amazing. So she's seen my work. It's pretty oh, cool. very cool.
0: Yeah, that is pretty cool.
3: And she actually, right now, she... Um, she does classes she's been you know she's got her brushes that she's selling but she's also she's got her own <clears throat> like she i don't know if it's her academy or if she teaches at the academy i think she teaches but there are classes that she's now teaching people to to do i think i think it's all based in la so it's like not something i'm mm-hmm. gonna be able to go do oh. you
0: would think that she'd start doing some stuff online
3: i would think maybe eventually but again it's also maybe. it's hard because Oh, man, special effects artists sometimes don't really like to just t- show people how to do things watch um, yeah they you don't know, want to just watch you know secrets and, and 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 things that not everybody knows how to do there's a cost that a person has you know paid to learn how to do those things so it's like again it's you know it's artistry and I would love to see her do some of that online stuff. I just don't think that she has done it yet. And I I don't think she's been doing the school for that very much for very long. And oh. she might be a little more old school. You know, she's been doing it yeah, for so long and it's it's hard because there are things that you need to be shown and cuz I was the first movie I worked on I was the special effects lady. I was her assistant. And there was just little things that she, you know, I, we had, my husband was my my guinea pig, so we she showed me <laughs> how to use the like the nose and scar wax to make perfect scratches uh, on his head, and it was, you know, I think you could do it online, but it's also um, hard. You, to- you
0: may be right, it, and I think a lot of people would rather have the hands on approach anyway, to you know to. For, for people to be in the class and actually walk up and feel it, right. see how it feels, and the contours and everything. Mm-hmm. You will never get that online. No. So,
3: and yeah. we're talking about, like, training and, and actual certifications in a lot of cases, too. So it's, it's yeah. again, something that I definitely wouldn't – I wouldn't just watch a video. I'm sure they're out there, of like uh, of someone oh, doing sure a are. face cast and how to to put the the, the straws and stuff in your nose, and um, yeah. I still would not feel comfortable putting myself or anyone because I, I couldn't do that on myself for the first time. You realize, like it would just be like whoa. So I know that stuff's out there probably, but it still makes me really nervous to just not have someone that is officially trained to do that but i yeah. think that goes a- along with how some people don't value the special effects work you know because they're like well i can make a movie without it so <laughs> I, you can it's good
2: you can. yeah you can but it won't be as good i'm still just blown away by her resume <laughs> i'm still going through it here 61 yeah, 61 yeah. episodes of the a-team tv series the, <laughs> the lost boys oh no kidding Beetlejuice. Flatliners, Dick Tracy, Edward Scissorhands. Used, yeah. I mean, it just...
3: Yep, she worked on a lot of the Tim Burton ones. Ed yeah. Wood.
2: I mean, just... Yeah. <laughs> Mars Attacks.
3: And, you know, I don't think... I don't think I ever recognized her name because V-E... I mean, that doesn't look to me to be masculine or feminine. And it may have been one of those times where... Because I don't know if her real name is actually v- V-E. Like, is it is it actually... Does it say... Um, Short for
0: Veronica or Vila or
2: Veruca. It doesn't say on the site I'm on. (laughs) Sure,
0: it was just just V E.
2: V E.
3: -E, Yeah. So I never recognized that, and I didn't start really looking at special effects artist names until I started doing special effects because I wanted to see what other people had done and I was really into doing practical stuff so I started looking up older movies and, and those kinds of things. Those kinds of flicks.
0: Yeah. Alright, big question. What are three of your favorite films at this time?
3: Okay, I did kind of touch on one earlier. X from A24 with Mia Goth in it. That is... Definitely one of my favorite films right now it was it was amazing, written so well the prosthetic work was so good oh my gosh it yeah. was <laughs> it was it was just i'm blown away by a twenty four a lot right now uh yeah, and then right now They're I' making waves yeah i I know, and you know I didn't realize that hereditary was. A twenty four. I've not watched that one, so I'm, I'm going to try and find that one to watch now because I didn't realize. And a lot of people say that that is a really good, more modern horror. And I think A twenty four is doing a lot of really amazing things. Like I really that. enjoyed and, that one. Um, yeah, the Hereditary. Yeah, I need to I need to check that one out for sure. Uh, but X. Oh man, that was so good. It was so good. Um. I really loved Nope. Okay, we talked about it earlier. Uh, I I just there's something about it. Uh, I grew up riding horses too, so that was also really neat, and I liked knowing like the, the, just the feel it had. Um, and again, there's really good prosthetic work in that one too. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I can't. I've tried to be like, what's still one of my favorites? And I still will always love like this, the franchise movies. Um, but I realize that a lot of those are my favorites because of them being a franchise. So if I look at just like one standalone movie, I really think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is still going to stay up there as a favorite. Um, the original. Yeah. The original. Cause I've, I've learned more about it and it was not a great production, like they didn't wash their clothes, so they smell as smelly. They smelled as smelly as they looked. Yeah, <laughs> so, and it made me realize, yeah. though, too. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and X are are, you know, they did. They went back to the seventies, and I really want to do a movie where I go back, and I want to. I want to do a seventies um, homage. Homage. Uh, horror film, and I want to make sure that everyone's taken care of. And <laughs> right. but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, I liked the new one on Netflix. I know that a lot of people thought it was silly, and it was. But you know, you can There's some movies you just can't recreate properly. And,
0: yeah, true, that's true.
3: And every time they try, it just it seems to get worse and worse. Um, So, what are what are you know? I didn't ask you guys. What are your three favorite movies?
0: Well, (laughs) it's always going to be Star Wars. It's going to (laughs) be that's that's my that's my number
2: one original Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah, I like.
0: um... Oh, (laughs) jeez, can't even think.
3: It's hard, I know.
2: Sometimes, whoa! I wasn't expecting that. Man, you you can't turn the questions back back on us. What's going on here?
0: Before I was a co-host, Kevin had me on like three times or something like that, and I've always had to (laughs) always had to think of the questions three times, and they're never the same.
2: (laughs) Well, Star Wars has always Princess Bride.
0: I think A Princess Bride is probably one oh, on top yeah. all all time.
3: That was a good one. Really good one. Yeah. I'm really... Carrie Ells, right? Is that how you say his last name?
0: Carrie Elvis. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's one of my favorites. I mean, men in tights so and Saw. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robin Hood men in tights. Oh, I love that one.
3: Yeah, that we was... Men. That, We're men. We're men in tights. That was Princess Bride, you know, that, kind of that <laughs> yeah. spoofy feeling. Um. Yep. Oh, yeah, so
2: good. I love Mandy great. Patinkin, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't
0: think of a third one right now.
2: My third one... My third you, one Kevin? always rotates. It's kind of like a rotating door, but... Uh, number one will always be Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, number two... Probably still... Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? The Cohen brothers. Mm. The number three... I mean, I have so many, like, uh, What Dreams May Come, um, Inception. Just...
0: Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> that's probably my third.
2: It, that's it's, up there. I, I don't could, know if it'll I reach the top three movie. for me, but it's right up there. If if not, it's right outside oh, it. But... I think it could. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or or The Quiet Man. John Wayne's The Quiet Man. That's another one of mine. So
3: I never did watch that one.
0: Yeah. I know it's way outdated and very sexist and everything. I
2: did watch that yeah. one and it seems it's it's really uncharacteristic for John Wayne.
0: That's probably why I liked it.
4: He did
3: have a very a different specific site. like
0: Yeah, it it was he wasn't a cowboy, he wasn't a colonel <laughs> in the World War II. It was just you know, just a, a an ex-boxer. Going back to Ireland, that's you know, kind of a you know, far cry from what he's normally do. And that's probably why I yeah. like it so much, because it isn't his normal thing.
3: It's nice to see actors um, that you really like get out of their typecasting.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see Ryan Reynolds do that. He. Uh, You know, in all the movies, and I like Ryan Reynolds. I like a lot of his movies, but I think he's always the same character, the smart ass, (laughs) getting his ass kicked all the time or kicking ass, but is always a a smart Mm alecky kid, kind of. Yeah. I'd like to see him do something a little different. I think Chris Pratt did. You know, he was always kind of the stupid, goofy characters, and then he did Magnificent Seven, and, you know, it's totally not what he used to do so it's kind of nice to watch to see that i always
2: love when the comedic actors take on a dramatic role the big one for me was robin williams the roles he took on uh mm. but now adam sandler is yeah. doing that too is taking on those type of roles and uh steve carell yeah. he does amazing in those dramatic oh, okay. roles and it's
4: mm, i always Fox. find that amazing
2: yeah. when the comedic actor kind of crosses over to that that
3: Yep. I've been mm-hmm. meaning to watch The Patient on Hulu with Steve Carell oh. in it.
0: So Is it good?
4: I've, I don't I've know. I've been meaning to
3: watch it. Have,
0: oh, you haven't seen it. Oh, okay.
3: It's Brendan Gleason's it son. I can't think of his name right now.
0: Domnal? Is it Dom? Yeah,
3: Donald, yeah.
0: Like Dom or Donald. Yeah, yeah,
3: right. Whatever. I'm bad with names. But those yeah, he's in it. And um that it's really it's nice to see them not get typecast, but Good ones. I feel like uh there's just been sometimes missteps. I didn't really like some of the ones that Adam Sandler did earlier. Um you know, honestly, I don't know if I really ended up liking a whole lot of his more serious things, but I also liked the silly goofy Adam Sandler music guy. So that was really hard to not hear. You know, like Thanksgiving! You know, all those silly like
4: Yeah.
3: Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. but you know that's okay. There's a lot of different actors out there. You don't have to like them all, you know, and it True. just because they went in a different direction doesn't mean, it, you know, it's just not for you. And that sometimes people get mad when people go in different directions, like when they get when they get out of their typecasting. It's sad when something fails because someone was not what people wanted them to be. And that that bums me. Mm. When they when, yeah. when you put someone in an amazing role, uh, it just, like, doesn't go the way it should have.
0: <laughs> right.
3: So what advice can you
0: offer to Heartland filmmakers? I know you said a little bit about the horror genre, but is there anything else that you could, little nuggets of wisdom that will pop out of your head?
3: Well, sure. I mean, it depends on, you know, where you are. If you're in an area where they meet up. I know that Sioux Falls has different groups that are meeting up, and I've been hearing a lot of areas are doing the forty-eight hour film challenges. I think that you know, just go and find your your craziest like coffee shops <laughs> in your town, and you know, because a lot of times I feel like the creatives that's where they meet up. You find find places that um, are are. Yeah, Good. That's just what I would say. But if you have school and you have degrees, there's a whole new world. I know um, Iowa Wayne College or something. Wayne State. State. Yeah, Wayne State seems to have a pretty good um, program because I'm I I Facebook friends with a gal. I think her name's Shelby, and she just did her first feature. Um, Shelby Hagerton yeah 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 so I saw that and I think that's really exciting to see um like young filmmakers having that opportunity uh so I would definitely say find the groups of people that you want to create with and that uh gosh for me set boundaries you know I would say if you are really interested in like doing this you know set boundaries with yourself and figure out what you're wanting to do because, uh, you know, you start doing find it. Find your niche. What was that? Yeah.
0: Find your niche.
3: Yeah. Find your niche. Like with me, I was able to find special effects, but unfortunately, like I just didn't know, you know, I should have gotten contracts and, and things like that. You know, there's, there's a lot of hard lessons that you learn. And um, one of the biggest things I would say, cause I was almost ready just be like, eh, um, don't quit. Oh, dang it, my cat just knocked over. Sorry. <laughs> don't quit your cat? on a bad day. Don't. Um, I don't remember where I heard it recently, but um, it don't quit on a bad day. Uh, if you're if you're when, in it. Hmm?
0: If you're having a really bad day and just nothing seems to go right, whatever you do, don't quit that day. Don't
3: quit that day. No, no. Always. Wait another day. Yeah. Like, try to, because, you know, we get really, oh, uh, man, just so emotional sometimes when it comes to this thing. When you try to take people, creative people, and put that on paper or on film, it's hard to do sometimes because people all create differently. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just, there's, there's always going to be those hard days, those, those times where maybe you aren't, you know, seeing eye to eye, what have you, but never quit on a bad day. I've actually had amazing experiences um, with the people that I'm choosing to work with, but I just think people need to uh, be willing to fail, I guess, you know? You Sometimes it seems people are so hard on themselves and if it doesn't go right, then you just want to quit. And that's where I was at. And then, um, I kept going. I'm bummed out now, but I'm not, you know, my back stuff isn't making me want to quit all the way. So I know I, I was able to find a balance and give myself time to, to get there. Um, And the last piece of advice, don't rush yourself. (laughs) Just don't rush yourself. Filmmaking, one of the, Kate, Kate said it. You're working with Kate, right? For one of your next ones, Kevin. And she said that filmmaking is a marathon, not a sprint. And that really has resonated with me for the past few months. Just because it's not happening in the timeline that I wanted doesn't mean it's not going to happen and it's going to be even better that um i'm giving myself the time to to catch up with with my creativeness <laughs> so if that makes sense words have never e- been excellent advice
0: <laughs> i think you're right yeah it, it isn't it isn't a sprint it's a long endeavor yeah sometimes sometimes years
3: yep and that's, that's the that's the bummer part, too, about it, you know? And you're like, ah, I just want to do this right now, but... I want to get it done. I want to get it done. And, but it, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things that I haven't gotten as far as I probably could be because I have a lot of things to still focus on. I've got my kids, I've got my husband, I've got my health now. I think I spent too many years not paying attention to you know, my health and my body that now that I'm like, Hey, I feel great in, in my, in my mind. But my body was like, Hey, you know, my back says otherwise that whole time. (laughs) So it's okay. You know, we, we learn, we, um, jump over the hurdles. We deal with the consequences and we just keep going.
4: Yep.
3: So Cassie, how can people reach out to you? See your work? I don't do as much on Instagram, but I mean, I will start doing more. I just was really terrified about performing outside of Halloween season as a clown that I was just sort of like trying. And I don't, I do, I get stage fright. So I was, I was singing and I was like, why am I doing this? Because I want to do more. So eventually as I get closer to Halloween season, there'll be Irene Dangle stuff. But for right now for the movie making I have the email self-care Scaries, and Scaries is S-C-A-R-I-E-S at gmail.com, in case anyone wants to inquire further about those, because we um, will start, like I said, with the Patreon. I'll start showing tiers of, like, the poster work that we have, the artwork that I have, Uh, an amazing artist, Becca Gim. She is amazing, and um, she's doing the poster work for all three of them i've got a lot of things uh the dominoes are all being stacked and once i'm ready i'm just gonna little flick and it know they're all falling you know you see those beautiful pictures that create when, yep. you, when you hit the domino and yeah well, that's
2: what i think awesome well thank nice. you and yeah. I love the hat. That's perfect. Oh yeah, the hat. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love your hat.
3: I mean, by the time you this airs, get I think a shot be, of that. You said um, at the end of the month, so you know the holidays will be almost right. over, and um, yeah, maybe next year I'll be singing my my anti-Christmas Xmas song <laughs> all
0: over the. Place. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. I wanna hear that. Yeah,
3: it's really fun. Um there's just no music to it yet. So it was like it was yeah, you know, well,
2: whatever. This show <laughs> cool. is set to air on December thirty first. So I'll ask I'll ask both of oh. you one last question here is what are your resolutions for
0: twenty twenty three? Uh Jesus. Um well, I did have that scare earlier in the year with the tumor and everything, and Ooh. so I think, yeah, I think I'll, I'll try and get in better shape, take care of my my health a little bit better. I'm I'm building a gym in our garage, so <clears throat> I have no excuses. No
3: excuses.
0: No excuses. I should look like Lou Frigno <laughs> by the end of next year.
3: All right, green. Is that? You can dress up. That.
0: <laughs> green, yeah, green and with nasty hair.
3: oh man okay oh and
0: get better at my drums
3: there you go yeah yeah good one
0: all right what about you cassie
3: oh gosh um the resolution is the self-care scariest volume one will be will be out it'll be out i don't know how i'm gonna put it out if it's not um premiered at a theater it will be put on YouTube and it will be the launch officially of my production company. That is the plan to get that done in 2023. Um, that's a good plan. Well, that's the you, show
2: Kate? for today. So uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> we,
0: we laid our souls bare. You need well, to do it too. Buddy.
2: Uh, I I'm with you. I need to get in better shape. I need to lose weight specifically. um, There was a a point in my time, I had gotten really heavy once before and, uh, well, I've been heavy a lot, a long time, but um, when I got the varsity high school coaching job, I think it was 2016, I was looking at the schedule and how much practice we'd have and how much, uh, how many games we had in the game schedule and I was thinking to myself, at this weight, This is going to literally kill me trying to handle this type of schedule. So I ended up losing, it was around 70 pounds, 80 pounds uh, before the season started. And I felt great. Unfortunately, after I got out of coaching softball, I gained the weight back. And now looking at 2023, we have a feature film coming up, which the schedule is going to be looking kind of brutal on that, I believe. So, I, I need to be in better shape. Yeah. I need to take care of myself a lot better. And so, I I have no choice. The
3: download. The I have no
2: choice at this point. I have to get down and wait. So.
0: All right. There I'll you go. You that. Let's,
3: yeah. All being healthy in 2023. There
0: we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and finish your song, because I want to hear your song. Cassie. Well,
3: my song is finished, but I got to find someone to you, make music to it. Like, yeah, if that's what you mean.
0: Like, I, We're talking to two musicians right here,
2: a drummer and a guitar player. There so. we go. We got a new trio here.
3: It's on my yeah. Facebook. The song yep. is in. It's, it's, I'll send it to you.
2: Okay, okay send go.
0: it to me. There you go. We'll figure it out. All righty.
2: Well, thank you, Cassie, for joining us once again on Cinematic Heartland. It's been a pleasure once again here. Thank
0: you. Yeah. It's always fun talking to you. Aw,
3: oh, thanks.
0: Have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See ya. See ya, bye.
2: That concludes this episode of Cinematic Heartland. We'd love to hear from all of you out there. Just visit our website, ilikeikefilms.com, and there you'll find our email address as well as all of our social media links. Again, that's ilikeikefilms.com. And while out there, I urge you to sign up for our mailing list to keep up to date on all the latest happenings for I Like Ike Films, as well as cinematic heartland now whatever you do wherever you are keep creating